Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And today we're going to talk about Valentine's Day because Monday is Valentine's Day. So if you are not aware that Monday is Valentine's Day and you need to um, buy some candy or something, <laughs> you got now the you know. Yeah, you've got the weekend to take care of that. Um, so I we're looking for books with a strong Valentine's Day theme. And I know that this can sort of be a polarizing holiday in some circles. Do you, either of you have strong feelings about Valentine's Day one way or the other? Well, I grew up in Australia where Valentine's Day wasn't really that big a deal when I was growing up. Like I was thinking about this. I don't remember my parents ever really doing anything but that Valentine's Day. And it just wasn't a massive deal. And I think for me, it wasn't until I met my husband that Valentine's Day became more interesting and special and important, if that makes sense. Yeah. And in some ways, it's another very commercialised holiday. And the one weekend you don't want to get married is on Valentine's weekend because <laughs> your flowers will cost you a bomb. True. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Everything goes up in price. Yeah. Yeah, my parents never really celebrated it either. The only thing I remember from being a kid was that every child in school brought a Valentine for everybody else in their class. Mm -hmm. And you were, I mean, weren't allowed to pick favorites for sure. Um, and I have, um, I should have got them out for this episode. <laughs> um, I have Valentines from my parents' childhood as well that uh, so they exchanged valentines in school as well and my parents were born in 1922 so mm -hmm. happy 100 um in heaven yeah but um <laughs> but uh, so that that's more it was more of a, a children's holiday um and we still Is that don't really celebrate it that much i mean we might go out for dinner but we probably won't because the restaurants are full and we don't think in advance like to make a reservation or something right so is it normal in the schools? You're talking about like elementary age? Elementary, yeah. That was not my childhood at all. Well, no, interesting. Yeah. This is mine. I'm older than you and live in Canada. I, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'm Narelle's age and in our elementary school, we all, you you would bring in a shoebox the week of yeah, Valentine's decorated. Day and that you cut a little slit in it. And yeah, you'd had one day where every, you know, they'd have all the construction paper out and stuff and you would glue hearts on it or whatever so that everybody had their own little mailbox for valentine's day and then on valentine's day you put your valentine in everybody's mailbox and you you know you brought one for everybody and they were always like i love to get the garfield ones so that you could you know and it's a because garfield was still around was already around he's not new um <laughs> you know um i loved garfield or i or i'd get the transformers ones and they had you know little cheesy jokes um very you know, cheesy very cheesy little jokes on them and you spend all night the night before signing them all so that you could plunk them in people's boxes it's, that's it's yeah. so different yeah and I suppose you're in winter for valentine's day we're in summer we, we so definitely usually are, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's totally different so if my husband and I were doing something for the valentine's it would be something summery outdoors sure. 
Um, we're in daylight <laughs> savings. Yeah. yeah, it's that type of thing. So it's yeah. just culturally different <laughs> yeah. in many ways. But I would say, I mean, maybe these days probably if, if you looked at schools in Australia, there probably would be more stuff happening with Valentine's in the same way that there's stuff happening with Halloween and all those things are probably bigger. But I still think book week's probably the biggest week <laughs> in terms of dress up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say I was surprised the first trip we took to Ireland my husband and I we were there over Valentine's Day and I just sort of assumed that it would be a non you know I think of Valentine's Day as a more American holiday I don't necessarily think of it as being an international you know holiday that people care about but we were in Dublin and it was insane um really on Valentine's Day they had little pop-up shops with like teddy bears holding hearts just like where you you know you were it was every but you know the flower vendors were all out it was raining icy cold rain but it you know they were they were out there (laughs) making sure that you didn't go home without having gotten flowers or a teddy bear or chocolate to take home with you so I was sort of surprised and that night um it was funny because we we were just sort of flying by the seat of our pants on our trip and so we you know we're it's not like we had a house where we could go cook dinner. So we had to go out. And so we got there to this restaurant and they're like, you know, do you have a reservation? And we're like, of course not, because we didn't realize that it was Valentine's Day at all. <laughs> so they're like, well, do you think you can be done in two hours? And it's like, yes, that's no problem. We we do not take two hours to eat a meal. I promise you. If so, you can get the food to us in less than an hour yeah. and a half, we're good. Yeah. Yes. Um, because we were really early still you know but they're like because we we need the table at eight but we can get you in now if you if you're really wanting to eat now and can be done before it was like yes that that'll be great (laughs) no problem love it yeah so culture clash that you just did not (laughs) did not think about at all before you got on the airplane um wow that was a little side trip that we took (laughs) oh well um So if you're going to classify a book as a Valentine's Day read or a book with a Valentine's Day theme, what does that have to have? Does, is there something specific that you think of that you need, Valerie? I think that one of the characters, possibly two, but definitely one have to really think of Valentine's Day as a big deal. They have to either like really, really, really love it or really, really, really like shun it. Um, It can't be just a story that goes along in winter or summer if it's Australian. (laughs) And and they, uh, you know, a bunch of people went to the beach on the 14th of February and they carry on. That's not a Valentine's book. It has to be, have some special. And most of them seem to have like um, a Valentine's event, whether it's a party or um, um, a ball or a fundraiser or a something so that, that it's um, focused on all the love, hearts, flowers, romance stuff. Agree. Narelle? Yep, I completely agree. And I think it's fun if one of the main characters just does not like Valentine's Day or doesn't believe in love. I think they're probably the elements I'd look for in those types of stories as well. I like it. All right. Um, Then let's dive into books and we'll talk about our Valentine's Day books. Narelle, you want to go first? 
I will go first. So I went and did some rereading, okay. as I do. <laughs> yeah. And the book that I had, I read this ages ago, and the book that I reread was Operation Valentine by Elizabeth Madry, which is a really oh, fun story. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So well, I really enjoyed rereading that. So um, it, this one is a reunion romance, and I am a big fan of reunion romances. So that ticked that box before we even start. And um, Annabelle has um, wealthy parents and a trust fund, but she's very much wanting to be independent because her parents will use money to control her life in a lot of respects so she's um I'm thinking she's a software engineer or IT or she does coding coding's her thing and she's really trying to get her um business up and running and she's also the perfect heroine during times of pandemics because she's happily stay at home and not go anywhere (laughs) so she would do really she would have come out of 2021 (laughs) into 2022 and nothing much would have really changed in her life because she's quite happy being an introvert and doing her own thing and so she's such a sweet character yeah so I really liked Annabelle so she's doing her own thing at home and um all the rest of it and working at home and then she reconnects with a friend who happens to be engaged to the guy whose best friend was the guy she knew from college. And so in college, they'd been really, really good friends and that had moved into romance territory and he had proposed to her and, of course, yeah, she's the one who (laughs) broke it off. And because they were young and, I mean, for all all the really sensible reasons, I think, young people will break off relationships as well. It's like, am I am I too young? Is he really the right one? Parents are like, oh, we're not sure if you should do this and for all those types of things. And so they split, but she's never forgotten about him and she keeps the photo. There's this photo they have um, that she managed to get hold of a professional photo that someone had taken of them. And she uses that as her wallpaper on her computer. So she hasn't forgotten him. And then he has been in Germany and um, working over there and he hasn't forgotten her either. So it's just, I, I love it when you have these people that they still have feelings for each other, but there's all these all this emotion about I really it's just too painful for me to let them know that I still care and they've I've been rejected once I can't bear to be rejected again and I just and the the scene that I just love I love the ski trip in this book it's just hilarious (laughs) I loved how that panned out and the best laid plans don't necessarily work the way you think and then Valentine's also does feature in the story because we have um towards the end Valentine's Day appears I won't say anything else because I'm not going to give away the story (laughs) but if you're looking for a really nice feel-good fun Valentine's Day story I recommend Operation Valentine. I need to reread it I knew that it was on I knew that it was about Valentine's Day and I love (laughs) that's books um, but I was pretty sure you were going to bring it up so um, but yeah I think I need to go back and find that one again all right it's on my kindle somewhere. (laughs) Yay. I, I loved writing that one. I like my little operation novellas are near and dear to my heart. <laughs> yeah, they are adorable. They are. Yes. In the best way. What you got, Valerie? What have I got? Um, when you were talking about one of the characters needs to like really be against romance, one of the things that I thought about quickly was uh, Forget Paris by Autumn MacArthur because the heroine there um, she is her name is Zoe and she's in Paris on Valentine's Day alone 
which is how she'd like it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and she's there actually to prove that love uh, or that romance is an illusion. So she meets this guy, Gabe. He's there to place a love lock on a bridge as they do in Paris, which I had never heard of before her book, but uh, I now know that it uh, happens in other places as well. And I have seen it in other places as well, but I've never been to Paris, so I haven't seen it there. Um, <laughs> anyways, she's like, oh, isn't that sweet? You know, his mother has passed away and he's here to do this was her wish. She'd always wanted to come to Paris and because their love was so true. And she's like, great. Nice, nice for you <laughs> um, and all that. But um, anyways, she they spend the day together. They just kind of hit it off. And then she has decided kind of impulsively to do a psychological experiment and prove that um, romance isn't real. And he kind of thinks she's cute. <laughs> and he's not quite so convinced that romance cannot be real. So he goes along with it and that's <laughs> and that's really where the story begins um you guys have read it yeah it's been so around love for that years book. and we all love <laughs> autumn's books yeah uh, so uh yeah that that's a classic in my mind um, yeah, and it starts on valentine's day such yes. a good book if you have Please. not read that rectify that situation immediately <laughs> it's really such a fun book such a fun book good choice thank you <laughs> so I'm going to go first with um secretly yours by Valerie Comer you might have heard of her um it is the first of her Riverbend novellas so it's a little older and we've talked about some of the Riverbends possibly even this one, but I can't remember. Um, but Lindsay is catering the church's Valentine's Day dinner. She's a chef and um, to help her sister out. And uh, turns out that the youth pastor who's, you know, sort of in charge of this dinner from the church end is the high school bad boy who she wants nothing to do with um, at all. So it's a really fun not enemies. I'd say it's more opposites um, than anything, although maybe a little bit of enemies in there. Yeah, there's some enemies in there's there. There's some enemies in there. <laughs> um, and, you know, because she's the caterer and he's in charge of the function, it's it's not like they cannot deal with each other. They have to. Um, and I just really love, I love this story. It's just fun. Um, and I don't feel like I can say much more without giving away too much because it is shorter so there's not as much, you know, there's no fluff to talk about. <laughs> Just get in to the story. Um, but it's really fun. And another one that that I feel like if you haven't read, you should rectify that immediately. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that, that whole series was a lot of fun. I revisited them recently. There's five stories, one for winter, which is this one, Secretly Yours, and then uh, Spring, Summer, fall and Christmas ones. And I reread them this past year. It's been a few since yeah. they came out. And yeah, yeah. I, I was like, well, I remember you guys, yeah. you were so fun. They're all so good. I was about to say yes. that Merry Kisses I thought was my favorite, but then I started thinking of the other ones and I can't choose a favorite. So I'm <laughs> not going to. Well, thank you. 
All right, Nirel, what's your next one? Well, all my books keep getting already talked about, but I'm just going <laughs> to add on to secretly yours. I mean, I'm not Forget Paris is on my list, but I have spoken about Forget Paris in numerous episodes, so I'm not. I'm going to not go down another fangirling Alicia <laughs> MacArthur moment. I'll skip that. Um, I'll go to we Valerie noticed, Comer instead. Noticed you skipping that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we'll go back to Valerie Comer and Secretly Yours. And I think what I really loved about this book is that Lindsay, she didn't want to go back to her hometown and she went back. And I think it was because her stepmom passed away and she has a stepsister or something. I, I know there was a, someone died, I think. Her, by mother, her mother died. Actually, it was her mother, was it? Her okay, mother sorry, I'm getting away. Yeah, her mother leaving passed her away. stepsister with the stepfather stepfather yeah. see I'm getting myself confused already um yes yeah, so she needed to come home so she came back for a really emotional reason and she's got this younger sister and um yeah so she's come back at a really hard time because when someone when someone dies that's a really um emotional sort of time to have to do anything that's different yeah. so every she's now having to walk through this not having her parent in her life now as well and not only that is that the guy who's the youth pastor was the bad boy who was terrible when he was younger and that she'd had um, history with as well and so at the same time as she's dealing with grief and those types of things she's also got to deal with her preconceived ideas about Nick and how did he end up going from being that person over there to being the cool youth pastor over here. And so I really love that dynamic in the story. Yeah. With, yeah that, and, and then the, there was the, the teenage sister, Madison. She was, oh, she yes. was so much fun. Yes. Because yes. teenagers are always yes. fun yes. in a story. Yes. Not your own sassy. Yeah. yeah, if you don't have to parent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there was lots of depth. And that's what I, I mean. And often people will talk about novellas as being short, fun, feel good. But this particular novella has a, it's for a short book, has got a lot of depth in it. And that's I think one that's, of the reasons I love it. That's true of all of the riverbends. None of them yes. are, are fluffy. Um, none of them are fluffy. Thank you. I don't think. And I mean, yeah, and Fluffy's, not that Fluffy's bad. I was going to say Fluffy's not pejorative, <laughs> but in this case, they're they're not they're not Fluffy at all. Yeah. Um, what's your next one, Valerie? I have recently read the Valentine Verse by Joanne Durgan, and um, the hero believes in true love. The heroine um, does not. Um, the hero's grandmother has recently had a stroke and it's just the two of them in the world together and um, and the heroine is the speech pathologist who comes to the house to work with with grandma so they're pushed into each other's uh, company quite a lot and he's quite okay with that because not only does he believe in true love he kind of wonders if he might be experiencing it and um, she is quite convinced that it does not exist and as I recall and I'm just this is niggling in my it's not been that long since I read the book so anyways um, but I think that she had a bad breakup on a previous Valentine's Day. So she's like just with the whole Valentine's Day thing. But the town is having this big Valentine's ball that the library is putting on and it's a good cause and all this stuff. And she gets sucked into the whole thing. And um, yeah, well, of course we all know how that's gonna end, right? 
as Valentine's Day. Exactly. If if being a romance novel wasn't enough, being a Valentine's Day romance novel. Exactly. Sure. And with the word Valentine in the title. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so the guy is, he's very interesting in that. He's poetic and charming and all that good stuff. So, yeah. My next one is The Cupcake Dilemma by Jennifer Rodewald. And this one's from 2018. So it's it's older. Um, and I read it in 2018. So the, the memory is sketchy. Um, I remember... <laughs> basically what it's about and that I enjoyed it. So um, there is a first year teacher uh, and she gets tasked with making cupcakes for a Valentine's Day thing at school. And it's not just her class. There's some sort, it's it's like town, it's in a small town and it's, it's a big deal for the town that these cupcakes are part of this Valentine's Day thing. Um, what that thing is, is lost in time. So, um, and I didn't have time to go skim back through it, sadly, sorry. Um, but she's a disaster in the kitchen. Like this is a known thing for her is that the kitchen, she just needs to not like, she lives in the microwave. That's all she ever uses for anything that she prepares for her own meals is the microwave. She either eats out or it has to be microwavable. So now she has to That's make- a sad world. It is. <laughs> but now she has to make hundreds of cupcakes and she's like, she stores stuff in her oven, if I recall. And there's like this humorous moment of having forgotten to empty the oven prior to preheating it. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's very, it's funny and um, a quick read. And I don't remember, honestly, too much about the hero, but I remember him being a, a really good opposite to her. Um, but like I said, it's been, it's been a couple years and I only, I only remember that. I just really remember enjoying it a lot. I remember enjoying it as well. And it was somewhere on my list as okay. well, because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wasn't there that story about... <laughs> Um, but I also didn't go back and look up the details because I had, I thought oh. enough things to talk about without, without going there. But, um, but yeah, Jennifer's got some really, really good stories. Yeah. And someone has talked about this book on the podcast, because now you've reminded me of the book I couldn't remember that I knew related to Valentine's. <laughs> one think, of our guests, one of our Inspire Romance authors, I I'm sure. I think Tony, Tony Shiloh. I'm fairly certain yes. Tony Shiloh is who recommended it to me back in 2018. She either did a blog post about it or in conversation it came up, um, but I'm fairly certain it's Tony. Yeah, that's who I was thinking it was. I'm listening to you talking about thinking someone's spoken about this and it's not you, it's not us. <laughs> so it's in a previous episode. Yeah. Yep. All right, Narelle, do you have another one? Um, well, I'm only, I'm just going to mention very quickly, a love song for Kayla by Kimberly Rose Johnson, mm -hmm. yes. and I'm not going to go into details on it because I have spoken about this multiple, this book multiple times. And if, 
you go back and look at our January podcast episodes and look at the one that's on winter, I talked about Valentine's books there. So I'm not going to repeat what I said last month because that would be like boring. <laughs> but anyway, I love it. And, and I talked about Forget Paris, I think, in that episode as well. Yeah. So, but a love song for Kayla is such a fun story and she hates Valentine's Day and um, she's a so florist. It's right? just, yeah. She's a florist yeah. who hates Valentine's Day, which yes. I think is is super yes. fun when you know as a florist, Valentine's Day is kind of important to your bottom mm-hmm. line. So yes. kind of your money. <laughs> yes. So that's a good one to reread. And I will reread that again at some point in time. And we won't talk about how long my reread list and my <laughs> need to read list is and my to be read list and whatever other <laughs> list I have. <laughs> All of those. All of them. Yes. Valerie, what about you? Do you have another one? I have another one. It's uh, Valentine's Wish by Betsy Saint-Amont. And it's, again, an older one. But uh, I, when I was digging around and looking for Valentine's stories, I was like, oh, I remember that one. I really, really liked it. I liked a lot of Betsy's um, older ones. And so it was fun last summer when we got to read um, the taco truck one tacos for two is that what it was anyway um so a valentine's wish there's a youth pastor his name is andy and he needs to find a wife because because the church thinks he should and the little old ladies in the church think he should (laughs) and stuff but there's really only one person that he would be interested in and she friend zoned him a very long time ago So this is a very big problem. And she has since then um, dated someone else and been recently jilted by that someone else. So she's in a fragile place and he's trying very hard to just be a good friend, but hello, he would like to be more than a friend. (laughs) So he decides to, to be her secret admirer and do all this stuff leading up to Valentine's Day when he has this big reveal planned. Which of course does not go according to his plan. So that's where we'll we'll leave that. That sounds fun. I haven't read that one. That sounds really cute. And her stories- Or if I've read it, I've forgotten about it. (laughs) Her stories take place, a lot of them in like Louisiana and stuff. So it doesn't have that whole snow thing that that secretly yours does. (laughs) Is that a love inspired book? Was it a love inspired um, Yeah, one? I believe it was. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I really like the secret admirer um, ones with Valentine's. I think that's just so fun. Which actually yeah. is a really good segue into my next one. All right. <laughs> Which good. is Paper Hearts. <laughs> Paper Hearts by, by Courtney, Courtney Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and again, an older one, uh, but Abigail has this business that's being threatened by the landlord who is a doctor who wants to take over her space to make his practice bigger. And the town has this group of ladies called the Valentine Volunteers who are matchmakers. And every year they try to matchmake one couple and Abigail doesn't want to be part of that. So they sort of draft her to be in the group instead. Um, and also what they do is people send these paper hearts, anonymous notes to, um, to one another, to love notes as part of the Valentine's Day celebration. There's something about the town name that makes, it's like Lover's Gulch or something that makes it sort of like, you know, North Pole, Alaska, people send all their Santa stuff. This is right. 
something Valentine'sy so that everyone from around the U.S. sends Valentine'sy love note things into. Um, and so she takes these paper hearts and uh, makes them part of her store decorations for the season. And um, it's it's just kind of fun how uh, the hero is a widower, I believe. That sounds um, right. It's been a while since I read. Yeah, I yeah. believe he's a widower. And um, the two of them have some antagonistic history, not romantic, but I can't remember what, exactly what the antagonistic history is. We can't remember this story, but go read it. Well, I, I remember it being very fun. And um, yeah. honestly, the cover will will want to make you read it just yeah. in, on, you know, because the cover is adorable. Um, that is initially why I read it. I think this was the first book by Courtney Walsh that I ever read. And I think I bought Mine it too, prim- I think. primarily because the cover was just so stinking cute. So um, yeah. uh, it's it's a fun, very Valentine's Day themed um, book. And a good one. I agree. Yeah. Um, That's all of mine. Do either of you have more? I'm done. done? No, I think that's good. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So since we are uh, having Valentine's Day on Monday, I do not want to forget to remind you that if you're not a regular blog reader at inspiromance.com, in addition to the podcast, Um, starting on Monday, it would be fun for you to start being a regular blog reader um, and commenter because we'll be kicking off our what number eighth? I believe eighth. Yeah. Eighth annual birthday bash celebration. So this is uh, eight years ago. We started the Inspi Romance blog uh, with a cache of Christian romance authors Some of us have been around since the beginning. Some of us are new. Some people come and go and then come back. And, uh, but it's fun. It's, I like the fact that it's not always necessarily the same group of us there, Um, which sounds bad. I don't ever want anyone to leave. (laughs) I'm not saying there was anyone. I was like, good riddance and don't let the, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) I just, I like that there's sometimes we get some new authors into that's what I'm trying to say it was meant to be positive but anyway the birthday bash is kicking off and we have some really fun prizes um paperbacks ebooks and then um tote bags and notepads and pens and the grand prize this year uh has a kindle uh paper white as part of it as well so um come read the blog. Monday, you'll get to see what all the prizes are. And then every post between the 14th, so Valentine's Day, and I think it's March 18th is when we get through the whole rotation. 16th, maybe? Maybe 16th. Something like that, though. Somewhere in the middle of, somewhere in the middle of March. Yep. (laughs) Um, Every comment on every blog post is an entry into the giveaways. And so then we just give away a whole bunch of cool books so you don't want to miss it um and one of the really cool things is that we always have um one or two international prizes for paperbacks as well so if you live outside mm -hmm. of the u.s then you will want to make sure we know that when you comment yeah 
so that um, we can enter you into the international paperback giveaways. I will caveat yes. that, that we use book depository for those international giveaways. Mm. So if, yeah. because of stupid COVID that continues to be annoying, um, check out book depository. If they're not like, I think they're still not delivering to most of South America right now, which is ridiculous. And but, there's random countries here and there. I think, yeah. As well. So yeah. Yeah. as much as I want to say, I love that we're sending to things internationally. Some countries are not able to be sent to be just because we're using book depository so that we're not spending, you know, $150 on shipping to get it to you. But right. it will go to Australia and New Zealand and yeah. the UK and, and yeah. Canada. Canada. Yes. Um, I think most of the, the dogs leaving, in case you were wondering, um, <laughs> most of the continent, the European continent, I think is still fine. So I, I really think it's just a few countries in South America. Seems like, like I South heard Africa. about something else think, recently, but yeah. South Africa, I think is one that is tricky with the book depository yeah well. I think so yeah. so but you know check it out and see it's very easy to find what countries they have it listed um but if you're not on there we won't de deliver their list we'd love to have you possibly win one of our international prizes um so uh and then hopefully you'll find our blog so fun that you'll stick around and listen yes, to the please. podcast and comment on the blogs so um, leave us a comment with your Valentine's Day reads CCR that we missed because I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> yeah. And um, otherwise, thank you so much for joining us at Story Chats. Let us know your thoughts. Um, I already said that. <laughs> you can find all the information you need about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>